Join us next time as we explore new green ideas and present interesting green stories and show you how some people are becoming real green. You're watching K34QB, Vale, Colorado. Good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. Welcome to the show. It's Good Morning Vale on TV8. I'm your host, Liz. We have a wonderful show in store for you guys. I want to just send out a very big mention this morning. We want to send our love and our light out to Vi Brown's family and Bonnie Culpepper's family, all of us from TV8, send love and light. We have a great show for you guys, lots of really wonderful guests, so sit back, relax, get ready, because Good Morning Vale starts right now. The weather has just been absolutely stunning. If you have just been enjoying the fall feels like I have, then I know you're in a good frisky mood because it's just been absolutely beautiful. Let's take a look and see what today looks like. Another gorgeous day with abundant sunshine. By 8 a.m., 39 degrees. Your high today is 68 degrees. As we take a look at the full day, few clouds might roll in by noon and 62 degrees by 4 o'clock. It'll be sunny again and 66, and then by 8 p.m., we're going to have partly cloudy skies and 55 degrees. As we take a look right now over in Denver, it's going to be sunshiny and 79. In Vail, sunshine and 68. Sunny, partly cloudy in Eagle at 74 degrees. And in Avon, full of sunshine and 70 degrees. Your overnight low tonight is 39 degrees. Partly cloudy skies getting earlier and earlier for that sunset tonight. 6.19 p.m. with a beautiful crescent moon to take a look at. Tomorrow, another beautiful day with sunshine, 64 degrees for your high and 39 degrees for your low. By Monday, mostly sunny skies, 63 degrees for your high and 36 degrees for your low. By Tuesday, we get a 30% chance of precipitation, mostly partly cloudy skies, 58 degrees is your high, and 33 degrees is your low. By Wednesday, sunny skies, 62 degrees is your high, 35 degrees is your low. And then by Thursday, 29% chance of precipitation, 61 degrees is your high, and 34 degrees is your low. That's a look at your weather. It's going to be a great, beautiful day, so get out there and enjoy all the fall. Beautiful colors. I love the fact that we have more reds and oranges this year, and it definitely feels like autumn is taking a little bit longer, which makes us all super happy and excited. A great way to spend your day today is going to be at the Avon Pumpkin Fun Run. That's right. We're going to kick off Halloween a little bit earlier, so get your costumes ready. It's going to take place today from 2 to 4 over at Nottingham Park, and we are going to have a 2K fun run. We're going to have a pumpkin carving contest and a pie eating contest, a pumpkin pie eating contest. Can you imagine what that's going to be like? Yeah, well, I'm going to go and spectate. I'm certainly not going to try it out, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So many great things. Let's get together as a community with lots of prizes for the best costume and pumpkin carving. So it's going to take place today again at Nottingham Park. Starting at 2 o'clock, let's get out there and have a fun time for the pumpkin fun run. And that is going to be 
just a lot of fun to see your friends and family get out there and have a great time. We have a big show for you guys, lots of really fun guests. So sit back and relax, everybody. We'll be right back with more Good Morning Vale right here on TV8. Lionshead Jewelers Fossil and Mineral Gallery. Located in the heart of Lionshead Village for over a decade, our 4,000 square foot gallery boasts a one-of-a-kind experience that cannot be found anywhere else in Vail. We carry the most exquisite array of fine jewelry, high-end minerals, and museum quality fossils. We invite you to come in and explore all the history and beauty that nature has to offer. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vale. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vale from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vale Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8vale.com. Thank you for watching Good Morning Vale. Have an amazing day. Get on out there, soak up that sunshine. We'll see you tomorrow right here for more Good Morning Vale. Bye, everyone. Hi, I'm Gretchen Bleshaw. You might recognize me from the glitz and glam with Gretchen. Maybe you hear my voice on the radio from time to time or see me out at a concert or two. I love concerts. If you see me out, the long mermaid hair, I'm almost six foot tall. It's hard to miss. Come and say hi. Give me a high five. And make sure to watch me right here on TV8. Welcome back, everybody. What a great way to kick off the morning. Well, we have high school sports with Robbie Whittle. Let's take a look and see what the week brought.
right, thanks for joining us. In Gypsum, Eagle Valley boys soccer was starting to feel the pressure as the postseason draws nearer and nearer. They took on Summit High in a must-win game in Gypsum. It was senior night at Eagle Valley and the Devils were on the hunt for a much-needed win. They take the lead in the first half to go up 1-0 and hold heading into the half. Coming out into the second, it was a stalemate on the soccer field. A lot of good defense from the Tigers and the Devils. As the clock would wind down, this game would start to get a little chippy, but Eagle Valley would hang on and knock off Summit High 1-0. Head coach of Eagle Valley Boys Soccer, Andy Wheeler, joined us for postgame. Well, Eagle Valley just got the win at home tonight over Summit with the one goal on the game. Pretty, uh, pretty kind of like a stalemate there in the second half, but you got the job done in the first Coach, what did you like from your team tonight? Joining me right now, Andy Wheeler, head coach of the Devils. Coach, what did you like from your team? Ah, relentless defense, man. And just everybody playing the role and playing the responsibility and everybody being committed to how we practice and how we play. It's kind of that standard of like playing Devils soccer. And nobody let up tonight. I'm definitely proud of. I mean, we had 11 seniors out there for most of the night tonight. And what does a win mean to you on senior night for your seniors? Um, I mean, wins on senior night are sweet, but right now, like, we're fighting for the chance to extend our season. And we're looking for, you know, that opportunity to keep our playoff streak going, and that's what these guys are playing for right now. And um, over four years, these guys have played incredibly tough um, at home. They defend this home field, and they play, uh, love playing for their fans, and um, you saw that tonight. Yeah, you guys got the one goal in the first half. Came out in the second half. It was kind of a stalemate on defense, just back and forth, back and forth. I come out, I step on the field in the second half, and I just see the ball being punted back and forth. And I'm like, what is going on here? But what does that just kind of speak on the resilience of your defense and your team as a whole to not give up a goal and to stay ahead? Uh, you know, anytime that you don't give up a goal over 80 minutes is incredibly tough. And especially I got to give hands out, you know, to uh, Coach JJ and Summit. Uh, those guys are aggressive and there's a lot of speed that you have to account for. Um, this is one of the best back lines that I've had in the years that I've coached. And it's always been a strength of this team. Um, anytime, again, we're going to keep saying senior over and over again, so we're sick of it tonight. But, I mean, we had four seniors on that back line and a fifth playing that defensive six, you know, most of the night. Um, those are guys that have stepped into a lot of different roles we've had a shift we've graduated you know over 20 seniors the last two years this is going to put us you know 30 something seniors over the last three years um <coughs> pardon me these are a lot of guys that have been asked to play a lot of different positions uh, as a lot of versatility um what we ask from our players in terms of soccer iq and you know what we ask them to learn on a week-in week-out basis is uh, nothing short of uh, yeah it's it, it's a lot that we put on our kids for sure Okay. And, you know, the postseason's coming up. There's pressure on your team to make that postseason. You can't deny it. But how do you kind of push that pressure out of your mind and just focus on going 1-0 next week? Um, you know, there were a couple of games this season where people decided they wanted to go out and write us off and just decided that, like, we're not going to let anybody determine our fate but ourselves. Um, anytime that we're out there on this field, I think we've got an opportunity in whatever field it is. And to be honest with you, if we were lucky enough to possibly have any postseason uh, opportunities, I kind of like being on the road round one, and I like that little bit of extra edge that you have in your brain when you're in you know, an opponent's locker room. Um, and these kids are sharp, and I tell you, if we sneak in, you know, if this winds up being a 32 team, I think this is a dangerous 32 team that nobody wants to play out there. Okay. Any uh, thing in specific you've told your kids just to stay focused, to keep them locked in on the game in front of them, maybe not what lies ahead? The phrase devil's soccer always means a lot to our guys, and it's, you know, what we fought to try to define for these last couple of years, and it's, it's grit and it's resilience, and it's, you know, being able to – not reset but recalibrate when you need to and that's what these guys have been able to do and i think you saw like recalibration in action tonight 
Okay, got anything you want to add, Coach? Uh, just proud of these seniors, man. There's a lot of amazing human beings on this team that uh, hopefully you're going to do some amazing things in this world. So, yeah. All right, looking forward to you closing out the season. Thanks, Coach. Thanks. Now heading inside the gym of Eagle Valley High, the girls' volleyball team was looking for redemption against the Cross Valley rival after falling to Battle Mountain earlier this season. A win against the Huskies would mean 16 wins on the regular season for the Devils. The atmosphere was electric inside the gym at Eagle Valley High as the Devils were looking for their 16th win of the season. But in order to do so, they had to go through the rival team who was on a hot streak. Battle Mountain is able to quiet the crowd and win the first set on enemy lines, but this won't set back Eagle Valley. The Devils return and Battle Mountain throws it back short where Aspen Meesh finishes the job for the Devils to give them their first set win 25-22 on the Huskies. All tied up and moving over to the third set, another close one with the Devils on top. Battle Mountain with set point on the line, pushes it back over the net, and Ava Jamon throws down the hammer to put the Devils up 2-1. Battle Mountain starting to lose hope as they move into the fourth set, and the lack of passion seems to set them back as they fall 12-5 in that final set. Eagle Valley gets the better of their Cross Valley rival, 3-1, and improves to 16-5 on the year. Head coach Michael Garvey caught up with us after the game. Eagle Valley Volleyball just caught their 16th win of the season tonight against the rival school, Battle Mountain. Joining me right now, head coach Michael Garvey. Coach, what did you like from your team tonight? Uh, you said it earlier as we were walking over here, and I, and I thought that was resilience. Uh, you know, coming off a loss against Palisade, having a lot, uh, lost to Battle Mountain uh, previously, uh, this game put a lot of pressure on us. Uh, we don't want to lose two in a row. Uh, you never like losing to uh, the, the hometown rival. Uh, it's one game, but... We all know that it doesn't like that. So uh, I thought we came to play today when, when we had opportunities, uh, making mistakes or whatever else. I thought we did a nice job of just kind of narrowing it in a little bit. Okay, and what does 16 wins now mean for this program? Uh, you know, I think it's right where we should be. Uh, you know, I think the next two matches are ones I think we can get to 18 this year. Uh, and, and coming in, that's about where I thought we would be. You know, you look at the schedule, you never know who you're going to face in a tournament, uh, but you know your league opponents. Uh, you know, I think maybe we... Got a couple wins we didn't think we were going to get. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we expected to lose to Palisade and Battle Mountain this year. Uh, but really focused on those opportunities. I think uh, this year are those things that said we've been challenged. And so we've had a number of different times, Battle Mountain, Palisade twice, where we had to turn around and respond um, as a team. And I think those moments are making us stronger as we head towards postseason. And these rivalry games, you know, they're also really special. But at the same time, you know, they can wreck you emotionally. What was something you were telling your girls leading up to this game, maybe, you know, to be thinking about instead of the emotions involved in this game? Uh, you know, it was a little interesting. You know, we, we, we came off a loss at Palisade. We're on October break. Give people Thursday, Friday. So we only had one practice coming in. And, and so we really didn't get those opportunities uh, to talk about, you know, is this a big game? But when you're playing Battle Mountain and you're playing your rival, you really don't need to say anything to your team. Uh, they know coming in on a game day like this, they're ready uh, to come in and play. Everybody's excited for the moment. Uh, and we've just done a really good job over the last couple of years of just being a really headstrong team. And so I think that gives us a big advantage in this type of game. And what does a win tonight against Battle Mountain mean for this Eagle Valley program, especially on their home turf here in Gypsum? Uh, for us, I think it was really um, now taking that step that says, again, off of a loss at Palisade, regaining that confidence, uh, getting back to saying, yes, we are the team uh, that we thought we were. Uh, that'll be interesting, right? Yeah, uh, we be. are the team that we <laughs> thought we were. And, and so uh, I, I think it was really good for us to, to not only talk about it, but to prove it 
and, and come out and do it. All right, well, we just got the lights shut off on us, but I've got one more question for okay, you. Yeah, absolutely. 16 wins on the season. What's the expectation from here on out before the postseason starts? Uh, you know, I think it's uh, we, we got a great group that really believes that knows that we can continue to get better. And so, uh, you know, we'll look at things and we'll look at the aspect, but every day at practice, um, you know, we're coming around and saying, you know, what's, what's the next step that we're going to do? What's the next thing that we're going to do uh, in order for us to get better? Uh, because there are places that we can improve. And so I think that focus uh, through two matches, uh, we've got a little bit longer break before uh, postseason. We're going to find a, try and find a couple of teams to scrimmage. Uh, and it's about continuing to get better, about continuing to learn. Um, we're not going to be satisfied until we punch that ticket to state. Battle Mountain going to be one of those teams you try to scrimmage with? Oh, we'll see. You know, a lot of times it comes off. I know Battle Mountain, Palisade, a lot of those teams play a four-match tournament this weekend. So sometimes those teams aren't looking to scrimmage. So uh, we've got to look around, and I want to see, uh, you know, as teams are finishing up, um, who's got a good record and who's playing well. So uh, Joe Christian's a possibility to bring over. They've got a solid program. Uh, we may reach out to Palisade and Delta. They're both having great years. Um, we don't mind getting on a bus if we need to. So uh, we're trying to search for that opponent and, and what the right spot is for us, but uh, we want to keep the sword sharp. It's funny you brought up Bale Christian because I'm pretty sure I saw head coach Brittany Branson in the crowd tonight. Yeah. But uh, So I guess that is maybe a good one to think about down the road. But thanks, coach. Yeah, you betcha. Um, you know, I think, again, looking at Bale Christian, like we're in different divisions. We don't care. So we're, we're supporting them, too. They're having a good season. Uh, you know, if it works out that we can come help each other get better, we'll look at that opportunity. It's all love for the Valley in that absolutely, scrimmage. Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks, coach. Yeah, you betcha. As you may be well aware, securing a spot on a collegiate basketball roster is a tough thing to do, especially when you're searching for a place to play close to home. But two Oregon State players, they're looking forward to another season competing in the Pac-12 because the conference has allowed them to stay close to their roots. All right, ladies, <laughs> take a seat. How are we doing? We're doing good. Good, yes. good. Reagan Beers and Tamia Gardner are entering their sophomore years at Oregon State. Both believe this season will be different from the last. This year we know what it takes to be a competitive team in the Pac-12, and we're just excited because we have all the pieces. A year of experience on the belt goes a long way in college basketball. The duo can't wait to apply what they've learned from a season ago, but there's something else the pair is looking forward to. Both of y'all come from Pac-12 states, Colorado, in Utah and are entering your sophomore years, but just how important was it for you to play competitive ball close to home? I'm super excited to be able to travel to Salt Lake this year. Um, last year, we were fortunate enough to play them at home in a packed arena with Gil. Um, it's amazing to play in front of them, but playing in front of our hometowns is extremely special. Yeah, I second that. It's super fun. Part of the reason that we love the Pac-12 is that we get to go home and play in front of um, the people that we grew up around and the people that raised us. And so we are beyond excited to go back to our hometown this year and play them and compete there. Beers, a native of Littleton, Colorado, and Gardner of Ogden, Utah, are excited for trips back to their home states for conference matchups. They enter the season picked to finish towards the bottom of the conference, but believe they're capable of more. I mean, rankings, they don't mean much, but they do. Yeah, um, exactly. But I feel last year was an adjustment for everyone on our team, but I feel this year we're ready, we're ready to go, and we're ready to exceed expectations. The Beavers head to Salt Lake City, then directly to Boulder in February, where they know they can win games by playing in sync. Make sure to keep coming back to us for all the latest coverage around the Valley and beyond. We'll catch you next time.
am Gretchen Fleshaw, host of TVA Fail. From fashion to food, from film to festivals, experience a unique look at the boutiques, spas, restaurants, and venues that make the Valley so special. Join me for Glitz and Glam. Find it in Good Morning Vail or at our website at tv8vail.com. I can't wait for our next adventure. Map Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Hey, I'm Cece Zach with Good Day Vale, and today I had the chance to sit down with Karen Barker from The Bookworm and Diane Loosebrook, uh, who is an avid reader, to talk about how you become more involved in our community through book clubs. So join us today and learn more about how you can thrive in the mountains. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. At Revival Boutique Med Spa, we take an integrative and holistic approach to skincare, focusing on the bigger picture when treating our clients. We use only result-driven and science-based products that contain clean, organic, wild-crafted, and research-based ingredients. From injectables, facials, to body contouring, we offer anything related to looking your best self. Find us in the Riverwalk in Edwards. For a complete list of services, visit us online at revivalvale.com. Follow us on Instagram at Valley. Fall in love with your skin again. There's lots to love at Revival. Mind, body, beauty. Good morning, Vale. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Saturday edition of Good Morning Vale on TV8. I'm your host, Liz. We had a very important interview this week. Kim sat down with Penny from the Vale Rotary Club, and they had a very interesting discussion on pints for polio. Let's find out all about it right now. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now, we loved seeing Trailer Tom here on the show, but today is very interesting because we've got a wonderful person joining us here on set. You know, World Polio Day is a big thing. It's here in Oct the month of October. I've got Penny Wilson, the chair of Impact with the Vale Rotary Club, joining me today. How are you? Good. How are you? I am so good. It's um, very exciting to chat with you. It sounds like the Vale Rotary Club really makes such 
a meaningful impact in the community. So tell me a little bit about it and, and what you all do. Yeah. So the Vail Rotary Club is one of three Rotary Clubs in the Valley. We're all part of Rotary International, which is an international service club of over 1.4 million members. And here locally, we do a lot of local service projects. We're known for the duck race that we put on mm -hmm. Labor Day weekend, but we also do a lot of service projects throughout the valley. We help Cycle Effect. We've helped um, uh, the Domestic Violence Shelter, Salvation Army, Food Bank, uh, Community Market, all that kind of stuff. We do a lot of good work, but we do a lot of it undercover. So that's great. Yeah. Well, I love your hat and polio now. <laughs> World Polio Day is in the month of October. So you have an event coming up. Tell me about it. Yeah. So World Polio Day is October 24th and we're going to have our inaugural Pints for Polio at Route 6 Cafe. Ollie and the gang there are great. So we're going to have starting at 6 p.m. to about 8.30. Just a great social. People come and catch up before the ski season starts. We'll have a buffet. You get your first drink free with your entry. And you'll learn about polio and help us raise money to fight polio. Well, you and I were chatting before we were on camera about polio. And tell me a bit about it. You know, it, it is a very prevalent disease, and we do have the polio vaccines, but what are some interesting facts that you can share? Yeah, polio still exists. So many th people think that polio has been eradicated because we haven't had it here in the U.S., mm -hmm. and we actually did have a couple cases in New York last year of polio, and that is very scary to think that it's here. But it still exists in Afghanistan and Pakistan. Those are the two countries that have what's called wild polio circulating. And as you can imagine, with those two countries, it's really hard to vaccinate. Mm -hmm. And typically, it's women health educators who go out and do the vaccinations because they can gain the trust of the women in the community to get the children vaccinated. Okay. Polio typically hits kids under five. It affects their nervous system. And in extreme cases, kids can go from running and playing one day to being unable to move, to move their legs or run and play the next day. Wow. And if you've seen the iron lung from back in the day, mm -hmm. um, that was because of polio. It would uh, paralyze the people's bodies and their lungs and the iron lung would help keep them breathing. Wow, wow. Now tell me about the purple pinky booth. <laughs> yeah, I love this. Um, so at the Pines for Polio event on October 24th, we're gonna have a pur purple pinky booth. Okay. So when a child receives the vaccination, their pinky is painted purple. So we're gonna have the ability for people to get their pinkies painted purple to show support for ending polio. And do you need volunteers for the Pints for Polio event? Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, I think we've got the volunteers covered. Okay. Uh, but really what we need is people to come out and help us raise money and help us, uh, you know, raise awareness. I can't tell you how many people I talk to and they're like, well, polio is gone. It's like, no, it is not gone. It is still here in the world. And Rotary International, local Rotary clubs, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, World Health Organization, we're all working together to end it because if we don't end it mm -hmm. and stop vaccinating, it will explode all through the world again. So what, we, what I really need people to do is to buy their tickets, which I'll get on the Vail Rotary website, which is valerotary.com, mm -hmm. and come and join us. 
The really cool thing is, yeah, it's it's 30 bucks if you buy your ticket ahead of time. It'll be 35 day of. Mm-hmm. But 100% of the proceeds are going to Polio, And the bonus is it's matched two for one. So your 30 bucks is going to be matched for $2 by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So your 30 bucks turns into 90 bucks. That's amazing. You know, you don't usually hear about it being matched so generously. Yeah. So this is, it's big. And the reason you think polio is gone is because of the vaccinations and people really leaning into it and helping support. Now, um, Speaking of, you are chair of the Impact Club. Mm-hmm. Do you have any updates for us on that? Yeah. Um, actually, I was at district conference this weekend, and because of the Impact Club, the Vail Rotary Club won the award for most new members. And Impact is something that I started in March because I've been in Rotary for about nine years, mm-hmm. and the Vail Rotary Club meets every Wednesday morning at Manor Vale at 730 and we have speakers, and, and it's a great club. But so many people I would talk to would say, well, I can't make it. Wednesday mornings is early start, is late start at school. Um, I can't get off from work. The dues are expensive, would have all these things. So I heard about Impact and was like, that is exactly what we need. Mm-hmm. So Impact focuses on service projects. We don't have meetings unless we want to meet. Uh, we may have some socials and do different things, but we really focus on getting out and serving the community. And it's opened the doors for a lot of people to join who couldn't normally join. Mm -hmm. So the dues are less, we don't meet unless we want to, except for the service projects. And even with the service projects, we know people are busy. So it's like, if you can come, great. If you can't come, great. But we're gonna get together and do things. And it's also great for people who move to the community Mm -hmm. because as as we were talking about, Vales can be a really hard place to move to. So it gives you an instant community. That's what it gave us. And it allows you to um, meet other people and do good. Yeah, that's great. So what kind of projects have you done so far? We did, um, we helped with the duck race. Mm -hmm. And then we did a, um, we put bags together for Bright Future Foundation, which is our local domestic violence shelter. So if people have to flee a situation, at least now when they go, they've got bags with mm-hmm. basic supplies, toothbrushes, toothpaste, you know, all of the toiletries and supplies that you don't think about, but they may not have with them. Mm-hmm. We also did birthday cake bags. So if somebody's there and they have a birthday, they can make a birthday cake. We did some spaghetti dinner bags. So, you know, it's not uncommon for people to flee with kids mm-hmm. so they can, you know, make a dinner and other thing, you know, other things in those bags. That's, that was a big one that we did. We'll be doing Pints for Polio. We're counting that as a service project. Uh, we'll be doing uh, food boxes for Thanksgiving with Salvation Army. We'll do something in December. So we've got a lot of things coming up, too. I love that. And you mentioned that you have a speaker series, and our very own Danielle will be speaking on November 1st. On so the 1st? <laughs> yeah, in just a couple weeks. So yeah. the main club... Every Wednesday has a speaker come in from the community and talk. And, you know, we always welcome the community to come in. We just ask if you eat to pay for breakfast. (laughs) Um, And our impact members can also attend those meetings. So, yeah, I don't remember who's coming this week, but Danielle will be there next week. And it's I've learned so much about the community and about other community members and the things going on in the community mm-hmm. through the weekly speakers. That's wonderful. So one more time, Pints for Polio, give me all of the details. Where can we go for tickets? So Pints for Polio, October 24th, 
6 to 8.30 p.m. at Route 6 Cafe in Eagle Vale. And I'll have tickets up on valerotary.com. And if anybody has any questions, they can always reach out to me. Oh, wonderful. And remember, you will double your ticket and the impact that your ticket has. So $30 turns into $90. Great social event for a great cause. Definitely want to head over there. Penny, thank you so much for coming on and telling us all about World Polio Day and uh, October 24th, Pints for Polio. Yeah, thanks so much. Absolutely. Now, we have a few more things on this Monday morning edition of Good Morning Vale. We'll be right back after this. Go refill that coffee cup, and I'll see you shortly. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast nuestra página web tva.com y nuestra página de Facebook TVA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. Well, Archer and I are going to get headed on further down the trail, but I hope you'll catch up with us a little bit later. Hi. I'm Ben Roof, and I'm one of the new hosts here at TV8. I'm so excited to share all of my explorations throughout the Vale Valley with my dog, Archer, where we'll be taking you to hiking trails, biking trails, maybe we'll go rafting, fishing, or whatever else we can come up with. I'm so excited to share all of that with you in my new segment, Outdoor Adventures. Don't forget to catch up with us every day right here at TV8 Vale or at TV8Vale.com because there's always more for you on 92. Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you'd like to share for Vale Valley? We want to hear from you. We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vale. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email danielle at tvavale.com. Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92. Experience the beauty of fall on the rails of the Leadville Railroad. Take in the cool mountain breeze as you climb to 11,000 feet to watch the vibrant reds, oranges, and golds of fall come alive. Enjoy delicious hot beverages, learn some history, and relax with family and friends. Even your pets can enjoy a ride on the train. Offering daily trips, the weekend specials sell out fast. To secure your seat, book today at LeadvilleRailroad.com.
bursts of color, falling leaves, blue skies. That's what we can expect for today. A beautiful fall afternoon. Sunshine everywhere by 8 a.m., 39 degrees. Your high today is 68 degrees. And as we take a look at the full day, sun goes in and out a little bit. By noon, partly cloudy skies in 62. By 4 p.m., sun pops back out again at 66 degrees. By 8 p.m., 55 degrees and partly cloudy skies. As we take a look at the I-70 corridor on our way over to Denver, 79 degrees and mostly cloudy skies in Vail, 68, 74 in Eagle and in Avon, 70 degrees. As we take a look right now, your overnight low is 39 degrees, a beautiful crescent moon, partly cloudy skies. Your sun will set tonight at 6.19 p.m. Enjoy that full day before the sun sets. Tomorrow, lots more sunshine. 64 degrees is your high. 39 degrees is your low. By Monday, mostly sunny skies. 63 for your high and 36 degrees for your low. By Tuesday, a little bit of cloud coverage comes in and we have a 30% chance of precipitation. 58 degrees on Tuesday for your high and 33 degrees for your low. And then by Wednesday, sunny skies again. 62 for your high and 35 degrees for your low. Then by Thursday, it's 29 degrees for your high, partly cloudy skies. 61 degrees is your temperature for your high and 34 degrees for your low. Now we have a great children's book that we are going to tell you about right now. And it's called Edda extraordinaire. It sounds really fun. It's for the kids. And there were two authors of that book and Kim had a great interview with them. Let's find out what that book is all about and see if you want to get it for your children. Now I'm excited about our next guest, the brand new children's book, Edda Extraordinaire. It is such an exciting book. I've got the authors joining me today, Rhoda Ahmed and Sharnay Gordon. Ladies, how are you? Great. Thank you so much for having us. I'm loving we the We are extraordinary. <laughs> I love the energy. It looks like you guys are having so much fun this morning. So talk to me about Edda Extraordinaire. It was published today. So who would love to tell me a little bit about the premise of the book? Go ahead, Rhoda. You want to go? Yeah. So Edda Extraordinaire is uh, this beautiful little girl who does everything ordinary and extraordinary way, just like our, our, our kids, our daughters. So our daughters love dress up. They love, love leaving the house with boas and feathers and bracelets and gloves. And, and they were just larger than life. Uh, we used to say our daughter lived in her own Broadway show growing up, um, but we never found a book that where the character looked like them. So that's kind of how me and Charnay bonded, that we wanted to create a character-driven book um, and then we're mindful of the times we're living in right now that is uh, heavy times for being a kid. And we just wanted to create something that gives a little light and love on every page. I love that. You know, I, as, a, as a child myself, I used to create and dream and do all of the fun Broadway plays and, and things that would entertain my family. Now, Sharnay, tell me a bit about the collaboration. So how did the two of you meet and what made you decide to collaborate on this delightful new children's book? Yes, absolutely. So Rhoda and I actually met on social media, on Instagram specifically, and we had both been following each other for years. I was a huge fan of her picture book, May Among the Stars. Uh, but I also knew that Rhoda has her own publishing company, High Tree Publishing. And I had this idea for a picture book and I shared it with her. And then we decided to create our own fictional character. We decided to name her Edda Extraordinaire. And as Rhoda said, we bonded over our daughters who loved to play dress up when they were younger. 
And that's really how the story came together. I, I love this story. Now, Rhoda, tell me, you mentioned your daughters. Both of you have mentioned your daughters at this point. But how did they collaborate? Did they give you influence and ideas? Did they tell you what they liked <laughs> as you went through the creative process? Yeah, I mean, really, we were... I mean, my daughter is in college now, so she, I was telling that she's in a different life space now that I, we were creating it. She was like, mom, whatever you want to do. And then I would pull all pictures as inspiration while Charnay's daughter was very, very helpful. And she's like, no, yes. I don't like the stocking. Uh, the tutu dress should be a different color. Like she was our, I would say our A&R, our PR, our creative director. So she really was so there was so much love from her creating this. So I really appreciated that. Absolutely not. Yeah, when, when we got yeah, when we got the illustration, the cover illustrations from the illustrator who did the amazing illustrations in the book, she presented us with a few different cover ideas. And my daughter, she actually chose the cover for the book. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. So she's very invested in this process as well. It's a gorgeous book cover, by the way. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. You so, so I was digging around and it looks like there are some fun activity resource guides. So how did you decide to make this book a little bit more interactive other than just reading it and seeing the beautiful pictures? Yeah, absolutely. So there are activity sheets that uh, are, you know, can go along with the book. There's fun stickers, but also we just wanted to make this a joyful experience for all of the readers who read the book. And that it was really the book is really centered around joy. And that's really kind of how we can we came up with that. Absolutely. Well, you, the two of you emulate joy in just the conversation that we're having now. Now, Rhoda, tell us, where can we go for more information? Um, you know, what do you hope that fans get out of this book as well? Oh, great question, Kimberly. I hope that, you know, we are in a time where everyone's wondering, like, what we can do, how we can contribute, and we are of service to kids and storytelling. So I hope that people and parents and children still <laughs> love books and read but that sacred little moment when you're in bed and you have your kid and your arm around your kid and it's a silent moment of just reading and connecting and it might seem like an ordinary moment but it's an extraordinary one they're going to remember forever so our hope is that just do what you can with the love you have um, and if you can, you can find at Extraordinaire anywhere books are sold. Um, support your local bookstore. We love local bookstores. Uh, but yeah, that's our hope. Our hope is just adding more joy and light and love to the world right now. Well, it's an excellent book, and I'm so excited to see how it impacts future generations and adults alike, because I was watching the trailer. It's just a beautiful story. Thank you, ladies, so much for bringing some additional joy to the world. We really appreciate you both. No, thank, thank you. you, Kimberly. Good morning, Vale. Hi, I'm Ben Belgrad, and I'm the owner of Drinking Vessels here at Bat Country Studios in Mintern. And I've been in the Valley for seven years. Um, I moved to the Valley because a friend helped me to get my vision off the ground, building my glass studio here, um, and being so close to snowboarding. So here at the studio, 
We're acting as a broker for 50 to 100 artists from around the country. We also offer glassblowing classes, and we bring many artists from around the country here to be able to work and create art collaboratively and be so close to skiing and all the activities we have here in the valley. Here at Drinking Vessels, we specialize in handmade glass drinkware from artists around the country and around the world. Some of these are produced as more of an item you could get in sets and kind of get different color options as time goes on. And some of these are completely one of a kind uh, and really high-end art that's unlike anything people have seen before. While I'm an artist myself here at the studio, I'm representing between 50 and 100 other artists from around the country. And most of these artists are able to spend most of their time working on their art while we help handle their marketing and their sales and the distribution and representation, allowing them more time to focus on their art. That's really my privilege in running this business is creating that support and providing that platform for this big group of artists that are part of a movement that's very important to me. to raise money to fight polio. The inaugural Pints for Polio is October 24th at Route 6. Buy tickets at valerotary.com. Donations are matched 2 to 1, so come out and make a difference. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm your in-studio host, Liz. We have a brand new director of the Villar Performing Arts Center. That's right. We want to welcome Cameron Morgan to the area and to his new position. He sat down with Gretchen this week and chatted about all the great things that he has in store for us. Let's find out what it's all about. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. I am very excited. Cameron Morgan, who is the new executive, I almost said producer, director, there you go, of the Villar, take two, there you go, of the Villar Performing Arts Center is here with us. How are you doing, Cameron? Fantastic, Gretchen. So happy to be here. I am so happy you're here, Beautiful too. Beautiful day. And I'm laughing because I kept on saying the executive director, not producer, because we I've been so proud of him. We've been talking off couch. It's such a big honor. Executive yeah. director of Villar. I know. You have to it's, be... Huge opportunity and something I, I can't yeah. even express how excited and grateful. Yes, and I mean, I incredible. feel excited for you. I mean, it's so neat, too. And we were speaking off couch that you, you know, you're young and seeing someone young come into this and just own it and be so stoked. You can feel that you're the love for the Villar and how excited you are about all the events. Absolutely. I know growing up in musical theater, I yes. had a career as a dance, uh, professional dancer, so this this you position. Oh wait, let's rewind. You did not tell me this as we were talking off the couch 
You're a professional dancer as well. Quote-unquote retired. Wow. Um, yeah. Cool. I had a huge, okay. uh, really incredible, fulfilling career there, yeah. kind of pre-pandemic mostly. Okay. Um, but this job and a job, job like this has been a long-time goal, a long-term wow. goal for a long time. So, so cool. to have this opportunity to, to step into this role is, is incredible. How does that feel when people ask you, you know, what do you do? And living in Vail, right, it's a moment in itself. But, oh, no big deal. I'm the executive director of the Villar one of the most beautiful spaces in the world. How does that make you feel? That I mean, be- it's it's such an easy facility and job and team right. to be so proud of. Right. It's such an incredible place that the team is so strong. I mean, for, for me, like, I'm, I'm still figuring it out. Right. And I'm so grateful I have so much support within right. the community, within the, within the organization, within the Vail Valley Foundation and the VPAC. Um, so it's, it's a dream come true. And it's so cool, Cameron, because I have to, I'm going to brag about you a little bit. So people already love you. They'll love you even more. So sweet. As we were talking, you keep on bringing up your team, which I love. It's not just, oh, I'm doing this. You're like, I have amazing people. I have all these people helping me. I love that about you because it does, it's a team effort, especially at the Villar where it's, I mean, a world-renowned space. You know? Absolutely. Well, and I'm sure you know Owen Hutchinson yes. is a former executive director. He's now stepped into a new role okay. for, for the VPAC, which is its first real artistic director. Wow. But the, the work that he has done over the past few years, bringing the VPAC through the pandemic, out of the pandemic, Wild. building that team, yeah. it's, just, it's so remarkable. And it's, it's given the position in the VPAC such momentum right. and, and such an energy that, that it's allowed me to be able to step in step and in say, okay, it could take a little bit of time to, for me to figure out what's going on. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's, it's such a, a smooth operation. You know, well, like I said, the, the team, they're working on six different timelines. Yeah. They've got the show tonight, the show the next week, the show in <laughs> six months. Right. And they do it all so flawlessly. So cool. And I love that you said that too, Cameron. I think that's a big point that I don't always think about is during the pandemic. This Mm -hmm. could have been all gone right now. And it's the love and the support and the, quite honestly, the passion of people to really have it still here is a big deal. Absolutely. There's so much uh, investment and passion within the community. Yeah. I mean, Everybody in Beaver Creek, everybody here in the valley, yes. loves the, the VPAC. 100%. It's such a beautiful space, incredible shows, and that magic that you have when you come through those doors. There's nothing like it. I agree with you. Um, th- when I first met you, Cameron, he didn't know who I was. I just saw him, and I was waving. You were so sweet, like, hello, random stranger. <laughs> um, love that about you. Thank you. It was really cool because Foy Vance, I went to go see this show, and there was a man sitting next to me from Denver. So yeah. I thought, and not that that's a big moment because people come from around the world, but just that pull, you know, yeah. it's a we think of it as like a small community thing. No, the Villar, they're world-renowned artists that are dying to get in there. Absolutely. That's and every every artist that I've met since I've been in this role right. now for three and a half weeks, yeah. they're all, they all come <laughs> off stage, they, they, they feel the magic in that room, the energy in that room, and they right. say, okay, when, when are we coming back? I love that. I love it. And I'm not going to give away any secrets, but we were saying that one of the artists was so excited and said, this is the most beautiful rug that I, I That's love. right. That's right. I think that the, the artist... To be to remain unnamed, yes. I think they uh, they like touch the rug like three times during their show. <laughs> I, I don't blame them. I know, right? It's stunning. Well, and that's the thing that's so cool is hearing people, maybe a first timer or, or like someone that's come for years. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're almost in, I don't know, like someone's home watching these huge. I mean, a real nice home, <laughs> right? Don't get me wrong, but watching these big named artists or even maybe some up and coming artists, like we were just talking about a certain someone again. 
you know that you know right now their names out there but in three years like you said we're you're gonna be begging that like, okay, please, like come come back, back, come please come back please come back yes it's such an intimate space and to be that close there's there's not a bad seat in the house there isn't that's true i i will watch the shows i'll introduce the show and then right hightail it up to the balcony yes just, just to sit there and perch over the rail yes um and it's it's so intimate Ugh. and such an experience to get to to, to enjoy that. It's so special. Well, and it's interesting because as we were sitting here, I was trying to think because I've been to so many shows. I'm Music is my life. I love it. But also the Nutcracker, and we were saying a lot of the shows that come in for families as well. Um, Blues Traveler, it wasn't Blues Traveler, John Popper came during okay. or at the very end of COVID. We were all wearing masks. Mm-hmm. It was one of the first shows. And I remember looking at people and people just sobbing. Mm-hmm. And the Velar was that moment for them of connection and bringing music and life back into people. And it just has such a special, I think every single human being, safe to say, that goes there has a moment, a memory. I've seen friends graduate there from mm-hmm. Colorado Mountain College that it brings back. And that's, it's pretty special. Right. It's such a, such a, uh, like, key piece of our community it is and it and it is such so the source of so many special memories for so many people yeah and like kind of going back it's such an easy place yeah and job and thing <laughs> to be proud of i love that you said this because i'm like cameron he walks in i'm like you're the executive director like has it hit you yet like it's a big deal and you're so sweet so humble you're like everyone's helping me it's my third weekend and i love that i said you know, what What exactly does it entail? That's a big title. And you're like, I'm still learning. Gretchen, right. how are you feeling? Are you really feeling just confident and good? And Yeah. I mean, like I said, so yes. much support, so many mentors right. and, and within the team, within the Vail Valley Foundation who right. really are, have been championing championing me and yeah. continue to champion me and my, and my work. So it, it feels really incredible to have that, that level of, of support. But yeah, it's a lot of information. Oh my gosh. And, and we, we mentioned earlier, yeah. I was like, how do you not get pulled in 15,000 different right, directions? Because yeah. there's so much, so much <laughs> excitement, so much many things and, right. and, and opportunities yeah. to pursue. But um, yeah, just getting this first, the first three weeks and continuing on, is just really for me to wrap my head around right, to learn everything and, and everything that's, that's coming up. But I mean, the winter season is, is oh, nearly here. here. Oh, yep. I there will be is. at Darling Side this Saturday. That's right. That's right. We've got three more shows coming up okay. um, this week. Cool. Oh, uh, my and gosh. Then, and then kind of moving into the winter season. Oh, uh, and I've heard amazing things about The Legend Has It. A yes. lot of people, even out-of-towners, have been hitting me up. I'm a huge scare. Love well, and, and to get to get uh, kind of a, a sneak peek yeah. of The Legend Has It, another Teton Gravity Research film coming up this Friday, yeah. which is Flying High Again. It's a snowboarding That's film. right, yes. And I will say this. Yeah. It's going to be the first kind of real presentation of our brand new projector system. On Friday? On Friday. Friday oh, okay. night, 6.30. Cool. And this, this projector, our friends at uh, Beaver Creek Resort Company really okay. helped us uh, afford this and Ooh, fund this I'm system. <laughs> it's state-of-the-art. It's beautiful. Okay. And this is like its big... It's going to be a moment, big, debut, right? big, big debut, first real <laughs> uh, real test drive of it. That's awesome. And I, I've seen a few of the kind of test test drives. And you can see a difference. Oh, my goodness. That's so Stunning. cool. Oh, I'm so, you know, it's funny, Cameron. I was just about to say I'm ready for winter. The leather pants, I'm ready. And it's 60-some degrees out. What the heck? Like, I know. I, <laughs> goodness. Well, that after, you know, a foot of snow a few, know, few days right? ago. I know. And why am I always so shocked? I've been here for a long time, and I'm just like, you never know what you're going to get in these mountain towns, but you do know at the Valar it's going to be amazing because it's just such a cool space. Well, I have one last question, and not to make you feel blushed or embarrassed or blush or anything, but for people that are looking young, people looking up to you being like, wow, like, 
how cool that you're the executive director of the Valar. What kind of, um, I don't know, what kind of support or moment, like, can you tell them just words of advice to mm-hmm. get to, like, because you're such a passionate and obviously awesome human. What is, how did you get here? Like, what should they do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can, we can get into very, very specific things. Right. I think the, the biggest thing for me is, has been, and this is not always easy, but right. is like bringing your true self. Love to that. whatever you do, Love that. and by by sharing that with the, the work you do and the people you work right. with and and the the work that you know happens around you, like that's what allows people to to become your champions. I love that. I, I didn't get here really by any merit of my own, as much <laughs> as having people that that believed in me and supported me um, to to get me to this place. I love that. Well, Cameron, I think we should add, um, you should be a motivational speaker to your whole thing because you're great. You're an awesome human being. I'm definitely going to see you Saturday. Oh, maybe Friday and Saturday. There we go. I'm really excited. So Cameron, where can people go to check out all things Bilar and get tickets, et cetera? Absolutely. No, our website, BilarPAC.org, as well as you can call the box office from 11 to 5 any day. That's 970-845. Eight four nine seven. That's impressive. You're impressive. <laughs> Cameron Morgan, we are going to see a lot more of you. I'm having you back here. Good morning, Vale. We have more to come of the show, so keep it right here for more. Good morning, Vale. Join us in exploring the everyday lives of community members here in the Vale Valley. Hear their inspiring stories of how they came here, their contributions to our community, and why they chose to call this place home. We want you to be one of our neighbors. If you would like to be featured or nominate someone to be featured, please send an email to danielle at tv8vale.com. We look forward to featuring your story right here on TV8. Welcome to Street Magic. I'm Elizabeth Stanton with some of the most terrifying stunts, extraordinary extreme escapes, and the most amazing cutting edge magicians you'll ever see in one show. Get ready to have your mind turned inside out. The hand is definitely quicker than the eye. It's fake. <laughs> When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card.
Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado. Welcome back, everybody. It's the second hour of your Saturday edition of Good Morning Vale on TV8. I'm your host, Liz. In this next hour, we have some special guests coming, one of the brand-new hosts of a really cool new show, The American Dream. Dana Erickson will be here with us, and Char from the Humane Society with a furry friend and to let us know about a new training program that they have. So get ready, everybody. Your second half of Good Morning Vale starts right now. Welcome back, everybody. Here I am right now in the Good Morning Vale TV8 Weather Center, and we're going to take a look at our beautiful Saturday. Abundant sunshine, everybody, by 8 a.m., 39 degrees. Your high today is 68 degrees. We have winds coming at us 5 to 10 miles per hour. 39 degrees by 8 a.m. and sunny skies. By noon, it'll be 62 and partly cloudy. Then the sun pops back out about 4 o'clock. 66 degrees by 8 p.m. 55 degrees and partly cloudy skies over in Denver 79 degrees and partly cloudy skies in Vail pure sunshine 68 74 in Eagle with sunshine and sunshine in Avon and 70 degrees as we look right now our overnight low is going to be 39 degrees partly cloudy skies your sun tonight will set at 6:19 p.m. as we look at the full week sunny skies tomorrow 64 degrees for your high monday mostly sunny skies 30 63 degrees for your high and 36 degrees for your low by tuesday we have a 30 percent chance of precipitation partly cloudy skies 58 degrees for your high and 33 degrees for your low by wednesday sunny skies 62 degrees is your high temperature 35 degrees is your low and then on thursday 29 percent of precipitation partly cloudy skies 61 degrees is your high and 34 degrees is your low and that's a look at your five-day forecast and your full weather here on good morning Vale on tv8 now we have a great show in store for you and i want to let you know about a couple of things coming up because we have some halloween celebrations on the midst on the 28th of this month between eight in the morning and noon it's the min oh, i'm sorry 8 p.m and 12 midnight rather it's the Mintern community fund annual fundraiser johnny schlepper his band is going to be heading that whole thing up it's going to be a lot of fun at the saloon in Mintern. brand new new stuff going on over at the Mintern saloon so you get to see the new gig and there's going to be prizes for halloween costumes and so much more so definitely make your way over it's all Mintern matters through the Mintern community fund and it's their annual fundraiser then we have something else taking place on the 31st it's the 31st annual trick or treat 
trot taking place in Vail. That's where they put the little orange jack-o'-lanterns outside all the stores and all the kids get to go and trick or treat. They get to wear their costumes and have a great time going through the village and just having a wonderful experience with the entire family. So trick or treat trot taking place in Vail on Tuesday, October 31st. So we're going to get yourselves out there. Have a great time with the entire family. So many fun things coming. It's the Halloween month, and we have so many more things to tell you about. We'll be right back with more of this and so much other great things happening in our community here on Good Morning Vail. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. TV8 is serving the community 24 hours a day, seven days a week, delivering content in all sorts of mediums. Take us with you on the go as Good Morning Vail and Good Day Vail are now available as podcasts. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, and Pandora. And don't forget, you can always find TV8 on YouTube, TV8Vail.com, and all of our social media platforms. Just another reason why there's more for you on 92. My name is Tyler Alvarez. Uh, I work here at Sweet Basil in Vail. I'm a bartender here. I originally came to Vail to snowboard. I slept on my sister and my cousin's couch for what was supposed to be a week, turned into two months. And then I found my own spot and then kind of made friends and worked different places in the valley and kind of just fell in love with it more and more every single day and ended up finding my way to Sweet Basil through some friends who worked here and all the great things that I heard about it. And yeah, I've been here for four years now. It, it's hard to wake up in Vail and, and be upset when you look outside. It's just beautiful. My favorite part about working at Sweet Basil is definitely that I could be proud about everything that we're putting out, whether it's food, drinks. We also get to be really creative here. Uh, the bartenders, the, the whole team here, we, we workshop our menus every season. So we'll start with a spirit or an ingredient and then we get to be really creative and, and make a whole project of it. And then when we get the final product, it's, it's a drink that we're all really proud of for the whole menu. And that's super fun, just being able to be creative and, and work with new things. And the most fun cocktails to make though are definitely the ones that we get to create from scratch. When people take a sip and say, oh my God, this is delicious, or they just love it. And that's probably the most fun for me, the, the, the creativity behind it and making unique cocktails. That For me, that would be the most fun drink to make, just the, the one that you start from scratch and then people are excited about. I'm Tyler. I live and work in Vail. Come see me at Sweet Basil. Welcome back to the show, everybody. 
I'm Liz. I'm your host for Good Morning Vale on TV8. It's Saturday morning, and I have somebody super special sitting on me. Uh, sitting on, <laughs> sitting on, well, that would hurt. No, sitting on the sofa with me, everybody. Now, this is <sighs> Dana Erickson. I know. <laughs> it's terrible. You wear so many hats, and now you have a brand new hat to put on. So I'm really excited for you. This is something that's really exciting for you and something new and different. We are talking about the American Dream. This is a show that's been on for 10 years in over 80 markets. And you have become the ho- one of the hosts here in Vail. So I just want to explain to everybody what the show is about, what your role is, and how everybody can experience something really new and exciting. Yeah, so it is exciting. Um, American Dream TV started in San Diego about 10 years ago, and it's on in 80 different markets. And earlier this summer, they sent a message um, to some Bale Area brokers inviting us to be hosts of the show. And so now the show has come to the mountains, and um, it's on Sunday mornings, generally other streaming um, platforms, etc. But we hosts in the Vale Valley, um, and it's myself, Dee Dee Dickinson, Heidi Bentz, uh, Doug Landon, and Caroline Wagner. Okay. And we are the experts nice. of the lifestyle and the life in the Vale Valley. So the show is really a lifestyle show. It's a happy show, happy messages. And it's hosted by realtors. And we, we can focus on listings if we want, but it's really just about things to do and see and experience when you come up to Vail. So it's not necessarily a show where you're showing houses and you're not talking about the housing market here. No. You're actually just taking people on a little journey throughout Vail. Yeah, it's really about the lifestyle. But we are the experts, you know, so we get to, um, you know, focus and show. And we can do a listing segment if we want, but that only is about... 20% of our of our segment, so to speak. Okay. So it really is a lifestyle show, a happy, real show by hosted by realtors. It's interesting that they selected real estate agents to do that, but I mean, hey, who doesn't know the valley more than the people that sell the homes out here because you're always out and about, and so you see everything. Yeah, you're exactly. completely wrapped up in that. Exactly. And, you know, we live here, and we experience it, yeah. and then I think that's the, the draw is right. to bring in others that want to come and live and experience it too. Well, I heard you had over 33 million views in August alone. Yeah, it's it's that's insane. It, it it's huge. Um it's like I said it's Emmy nominated, it's Telly award winning. Um it's across all kinds of platforms cuz not a lot of people have cable anymore, right? Mm-hmm. We're live streamed here right now. Right, yeah. So, um there's just a whole plethora of ways to watch the show and it's yeah, it's kind of a big thing. Now, I know Dee Dee as well. So do you guys do any hosting together or is it all separate segments? Well, so in the beginning, um, there's six brokers here in Vail on the on the platform. And in a city like maybe Denver, there might be 15. So we're pretty host heavy wow. right now. And we went through a little snafu because they had us split into two groups and they had four brokers in one group and three, uh, two in the other. And by now, moving forward, evening it out to two, three and three, um, we're able to not overlap and be on the same episode. Didi is on the episode with me tomorrow. Oh, nice. Um, did I say it's on TV Channel 7 in Denver at 11 a.m.? ABC. Um, 
But so in tomorrow's episode, Dee Dee and I are back to back talking about Vale, but talking about very different things. Right. We have different interests, different personalities. Um, she does showcase a house and it's just our content is different. Well, I'm sure, but that's what makes it unique and individual for each one of you. Now, I know Dee Dee is into horses and things like that, yeah. so she can go on to that side. Yeah. What sort of stuff do you share with everybody? So I had a great filming um, segment. I started at the Snell Sports Museum and okay. interviewed Jennifer Mason, okay. or Jen Mason, as she's called. And then we went to 10th Mountain Whiskey with my guy, Ryan Thompson. And we were really talking about the... Uh, 10th Mountain Division influence that they have had in the creation of Vail Resorts and resorts all across the country. Which they have. I mean, yeah. so many people do a lot of things in retrospect to the 10th Mountain Division, whether it's through the 10th Mountain Whiskey or just an event or a fundraiser alone. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, really, it's if we didn't have 10th Mountain Division soldiers come back from the war and, and settle here and dream of ski areas... I don't know that Vail would be here. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's yeah. amazing how that happened. Thanks, soldiers. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, and so I'm filming again next week. Okay. I film every other month. All right. And it's like a two-month cycle. We film, and then they edit and deliver, and so we do that throughout the year. And uh, on Wednesday next week, I'm filming at Kimosabi nice. in Vail. I'm bringing in my cowboy hat. We're going to decorate it a little bit and put some branding on it. And then um, Kenzie... Broderick, who's at uh, Kimosabi, we're going to walk through the village in our hats, and we're going to go over to Bully Ranch, which is an appropriate Western mm -hmm. venue, and probably, possibly, have a mudslide. Nice! <laughs> Just don't spill on any, any on one of those hats. Yeah, yeah right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You have yeah. to rent something out to buy one of those, but they're so beautiful yeah. and yeah. they're all custom made. Yeah. So that's what's really cool about yeah. that place over there. Yeah. I have just been excited to have you on here about this. You have so many things that you do here in our community yeah. between Ski Girl, Ski Girl, and that is a really wonderful thing that you guys have, that you've had for how many years now? Mm, uh, five almost. Five years. Yeah. So yeah. you have to check out Ski Girl online, and then you can get one of your fantastic beanies yeah. and all the other things. But we are here today just to chat about this. Yep. And you're a realtor in the Valley as well, so mm -hmm. people who are looking for a home, first home, second home, special home, whatever it is, you can also check Dana out for that. And what does it feel like? I can tell you that my first experience sitting down here on the sofa being a host of TV8, thanks mm -hmm. to Danielle who gave me the opportunity... I realized once I was doing it, I fell right into it, and I loved it. And I didn't feel mm -hmm. scared. I didn't mm -hmm. feel nervous. I felt like it was something that I was meant to be. Mm -hmm. How did you feel when you first sat down to do it? Well, I, um, I've i actually had some on-camera experiences, even, even, Other than being even, my guest? even coming here. <laughs> you know, um, In a previous professional role, I was sometimes on TV in the Twin Cities in Minnesota. Uh -huh. um, and I've just had some leadership roles, whether I've been, you know, board chairs of organizations, nonprofits. I've emceed fashion shows. I kind of somehow have a comfort in front of the camera. Uh -huh. um, and, and, but it was amazing. When I, I had a watch party on Thursday night at the Snow Sports Museum, and I had some friends there, and we started the show, and everyone clapped and cheered, and, you know, it was fun to watch. And, the, you know, you're criti critical of the, like, oh, my mouth did this, or mm -hmm. I need to look at the camera differently. And, you know, so I, I have some tips for, for my next filming. Okay. Um, but the other thing was 
in the end, when I looked out and I saw all of my friends and supporters, literally I got emotional and like, you oh. know, was thanking them. And because, it, it, I mean, I have such a group of people cheering on me um, that it was just, it was very, very special. But I don't know. I think I'm, maybe I missed my calling and should have been a TV host or something. Because yeah. I, I, I do all right with it and I'm pretty good on the fly. And Right. Well, you know, you know what? It's never too late to do anything with that smile of yours, that big, beautiful, beaming <laughs> smile. You cannot mistake that for your face. But I have to say that I'm really proud of you and I'm really happy that you jumped right into this role and it's just something new. And you feel like it does something for our community and it brings light to Veil in a bigger way? Totally. And that's the thing. It's really not about me. You know, it's about the small businesses that I go in and interview Mm -hmm. or visit with and get to showcase. Um, You know, one that I hope to do in the future is Billy Doran and his dinosaur museum and fossil posse. And, you know, we get to kind of talk about some of the the little treasures or unknown secrets that don't get the focus of you know the big right. in town veil um, attention so right. to speak so it really is about the the business owners the businesses the little tips and secrets and and then too just showing this wonderful community um, to the world I mean to 33 million viewers man you know it's just pretty exciting that we that we were chosen as a location to to tell our magical story. Well, number one, I think Vail is one of the most magical places to ever be, so why wouldn't we want to tell our story to 33 million viewers? And it's just an exciting experience for you and Didi and all the other people that are going to be part of this show. It's called The American Dream, and it's going to be airing tomorrow on Denver. ABC in Denver. ABC on Denver at 11 in the morning. So be part of the 33 million that tune into that. And no pressure. You're going to feel nervous. And all these people are going to be watching you. That's cool that you had a watch party. So everybody got a chance to see the show before it aired. Mm -hmm. So you get a little sneak peek and everything Mm -hmm. like that. But you're bringing light to Vail, which is a beautiful thing. And the entire world can see what we're all about. And then we can you can pop us on there. Absolutely. Pop on TVA. We I, have to be part of this. I tagged you this morning <laughs> on my social media. Yay. And the producer knows we're doing this. So really? he wants to see the clip when we're all done. Yeah. See, that's wonderful. And producer, you know what? You're going to come and sit on this couch with us one day as well. <laughs> that's on. right. We're going to have him over here and we're going to sure. check it out and have a great experience. But I'm really excited for you. You know, nothing seems more exciting about our community than bringing light to Vail and all of the wonderful things. And the mom and pop stores. We have to shop local. We have to dine local. We have to just really be all about local. So that's what is exciting about that. And I'm just happy to have you here today, Dana. And thank you. you so much. It's the American dream, everybody. Dana is one of the amazing hosts. Tune in tomorrow at 11 a.m., ABC Denver, and, of course, all of your other online channels. It's the American Dream, everybody. We have Dana here on Good Morning Vale on TV8, and we'll be right back. Good morning, Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. 
Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web cba.com y nuestra página de Facebook CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. Andrea Jackson. Welcome to Life Love Shopping. Do you have any personal stories you can share? Do I? <laughs> yes, I do. So even though you were... Some good deals, too good to miss on Flash Deals. Now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression, lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Welcome back, everybody. It's a really busy morning here for your Saturday edition of Good Morning Vale on TV8. I'm your host, Liz. Now, I have two special beings on the sofa with me. Char from the Humane Society, the Eagle County chapter. And who is this sweet little shaking baby? This is Lavia. She's uh, one of my dogs. Hi, baby. She's camera shy right now. She'll get better. <laughs> She'll get used to it. Char, I asked you here this morning because you guys have something really terrific going on at the Humane Society. Number one, you're an amazing organization. They take care of all of our pets and find homes and just do so many wonderful things. I know you work with the Eagle County Shelter. You guys are mm -hmm. all one big happy family. I want to thank you for being here this morning. But you guys are doing something very special at the Humane Society. You have a brand new training No, program. it's actually not brand new. It's not? It is 30 years old. Wait a minute. <laughs> but why is it coming to light now? Um, I think just social media and yeah, no, it's like getting all out of a sudden there and coming yeah. to really coming to light. I mean, it's It, to me, I thought it was new because you have a whole big thing coming up and there's just a lot of attention towards it right now. So let, yeah. us, let's, let us hear exactly how this training program goes. So it goes for six weeks. And the first week, we don't have people bring their dogs. So we can give a little presentation on 
dog body language, how dogs learn, um, all those good kind of things. And I brought Slavia, my dog, because mm. she's the queen of giving calming signals. Have you ever heard of calming signals? No. What is that? So it's a way dogs communicate. Okay. Obviously, they don't speak. Do you speak? <laughs> and so if you see her, she's blinking her eyes. Is that anxiety? Um, no, it's a calming signal. She's really? licking her lips. Really? Yeah, and they use the calming signals to calm themselves down as well as calm people down or other dogs. It's how they communicate. And there's about 30 of them. Usually what you see first is the blinking of the eyes. I see that. Licking of the lips, turning okay. of the head. Um, they'll scratch uh, at their collar um, yawning is another one. Okay. Um, so there's about 30. People can Google them. They're also called stress signs or um, distance increasing signals, meaning if they're meeting another dog and they're, whoa, you're coming in too fast, and they give up some of this language, the other dog will slow down. So, so dogs really do communicate with each other. Yes. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. This is an example that I'm curious about. When my husband and I sit down to dinner, we'll have our dog there. And if we ever, if we're watching some, a friend's dog or something like that, our dog literally communicates to the other dog to lay down while we're eating. And if, if they lay down real still, they'll get something afterwards. And I feel like she's telling them this because no matter what other dog is there, they do the same thing she does. Yes. So she's giving her language. There can be um, Things like stiffening of the body and, you know, no, you're not going to do this. Wow, or, this is crazy. I want to take this ball from you. So it's been about 30 years since the calming signals came come out. And so what I see a lot when we get called about our training class is um, usually people have a all of a sudden behavior problem. And I get this a lot that um, all of a sudden my dog lunged and snapped at somebody. Okay. Never done this before. Right. I it do hear that. It came those. out of nowhere. Right. Well, in reality, it did not come out of nowhere. The dog has been communicating, I don't want that person to touch me. And so if we allow people to touch your dog when they're uncomfortable, they're losing the trust in, in me yeah. um, that I'll take care of them, and they have to take matters into their own hands. So what signs do we see for a dog that we don't maybe know as regular people that we don't understand that we're not seeing certain signals? You know, and, and you can look up a lot of videos on the calming signals, but, you know, you're going to see the blinking of the eyes, the licking of the lips, um, yawning, turning the head away, sniffing the ground all of a oh. sudden, like there's this magical new scent right there. Um, so if a dog is not actively trying to meet somebody, you shouldn't, should not okay. pet them. And the owners shouldn't let people pet them if yep. they're uncomfortable. Um, and then they won't have to take matters into yeah. their own hands. So that's kind of how we start our training classes teaching people how to read their dog's language. That's important. Um, yes, because the whole relationship um, is how you get a well-behaved dog. If you've got a good relationship and they have trust in you that you take care of them, um, everything else kind of falls in line. 
That makes perfect sense. And I was thinking to myself when you said that the dog would probably trust you a lot more if you can pick up on its signals and the actual motions that it's doing. Yes. If you can associate that with what the dog is feeling, then it's going to know that it can trust you because you've got it. You've got it down with your dog, a little bit of communication without saying in a word. Exactly. Exactly. That is remarkable. So that's the first step. And then what other things do you guys do for the training process? So um, so that's the first week. And then the rest of the five weeks are people with their dogs. Uh-huh. We usually have about 20, 25 dogs in the class. Okay. Oh, and, really? Yes. And you keep them all together and everybody behaves. Yes, and <laughs> dogs aren't allowed to touch each other. Dogs are working on different things. They might not be good with other dogs. Right. Um, and we have, there's four of us. Um, I'm a certified professional dog trainer, have been for 18, 19 years. Wow. Um, And we have three other volunteers that have been helping with our training class for 10 years. Um, We also have another certified dog trainer, Emily. Um, So we're we're there. People get one-on-one, not just, you know, a group class. Right. Um, We provide both. (laughs) And we use a lot of pattern games to teach things like walking nicely on a leash. It's all positive reinforcement. Uh, Science has shown that that is the best way to train dogs is positive reinforcement. No yelling at them because it just makes them fearful. Yes. And, you know, different things like uh, one thing a lot of people get frustrated with is if their dog's off a leash and they don't come when they call. Yeah, that recall is hard. Yes. And so we do teach that in the class, too. But uh, she's she's staring at Ben with the camera like nobody's business. She's (laughs) such a star. Look at that. (laughs) We call her the princess. Oh, my God. She's I can't get it up. <laughs> She's so hot. That is the cutest thing I've ever seen. Yep. She's like, well, okay, I've had like, enough oh, of you, Ben. Yep. Uh, <laughs> let me get a little further away. I can't get enough. Yeah. She's the star of the show today, everybody. Yes. Look at that sweet baby. So we cover a lot of different, yeah. you know, things and um, t- teaching dogs to walk ni- nicely on a yes. leash. Um, we now use let me a ask you a question. Game. I mm-hmm. see people walking around, their arms extended, the leash is not slack at all, and they they kind of just seem to let it happen. I don't see people trying to correct this. Now, I also teach people to not do that, even if their dog is pulling, because if, if you've got a big dog, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> the little is a little bit easier. Over. But if you're reached out like right. this and your dog's pulling, you can lose your balance very easily. Oh, so yeah. you always want to hold the leash um, close to your body, to your center of gravity. That makes um, sense. You know, I can hold a really big dog. Right. I've noticed too if you pull like in this. this way, it's also a matter of control. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. So you know, we teach that in the class, and and pretty much what anybody needs. You know, of course it. Down, right. You know, your the basics. The basic stuff. Um, we teach touch. And if I teach anything to a dog, the the one thing I would do is, and do first is touch. It's the easiest thing to teach um, a dog. And they pick it up really quickly. She just touched. Mm-hmm. That was and it. Because she knows it. Except He's for her word, her word is Ruka. 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 Good oh, girl. girl. Yes. Now, I have a question for you. There's a couple of things. Um, 
What's the difference between a dog trainer and a dog behavioralist? Is there a difference? Because people get confused sometimes. There's different levels of things people can do or getting a college degree and animal behavior master's degree. Um, I myself, yes, you know, my credential is certified professional dog trainer, Mm -hmm. but I don't do a lot of training more. What I do is work with fear animals Mm. and modifying behavior. Okay. But I wouldn't necessarily be considered a behaviorist without, you know, certain degrees and oh, stuff. Oh, so it's really about a schooling. It, it, yes. But you probably could do but just about anything. Training and behavior is, is so linked together. I and, agree. Yes. So it, uh, and what we're getting out now is veterinary behaviorists, oh. um, which is really great because they can help with um, maybe some medication that okay. might help a dog um, with some issues, you know, whether it's anxiety, fear, um, or even aggression. So, um, it, you know, it's important. We, uh, love people coming to our class. It's, it's really about teaching the people Yeah, and oh, as I well think... as socialization, uh-huh. um, for the dog with humans and dogs, even though we don't allow contact or you're still in the same room. Right. Well, I think you just nailed something that people have to understand that they're not only training our pets, they're training us as well. We need as much training as the dog because the dog, if it doesn't respect us and we're not doing things properly, then the training goes out the window. We have to be as informed as the pooch and we have to really be on our game and keep all of the training ongoing. Yes. I mean, it's, it's, uh, we do Ruka, which is touch a couple oh of, my God. a couple of times a day, just reinforcing it, um, you know, sits or downs mm-hmm. or, or stays. And just a few minutes a day, your, your dog is having fun because sure. they're getting rewarded for doing the right thing. Yeah. And it's good mental stimulation. And one thing, there's a couple really important things. Um, do you have any idea how much a dog should sleep in 24 hours? I heard like 18 hours. It is. Yeah, yes. it's crazy. 18 hours um, for most dogs. Um, you know, by breeds, they can vary a little bit. Um, and if you're dealing with a puppy, they need closer to 20 hours. And So they're up for four hours a day. Yeah, so <laughs> probably at least one uh, one call a week is a puppy that's grabbing things, grabbing at the leash, grabbing at people with their mouth, um, getting the zoomies. And what we've all heard the toddler screaming in the store and the parent says he needs a nap. So you think it's that lack is of nap sleep. time. Oh, it absolutely is. Oh my and, God, is but what people do at that point, they think, oh, needs more exercise. And right. then you make the situation worse. And so you can, you know, just getting a puppy on a schedule. Um, if those behaviors keep happening, I see this a lot. Now the dog is in the habit of doing this. Mm-hmm. And so we have to correct some of those habits as right. well as make sure they're getting enough sleep. Wow. But when dogs are tired, they use their mouth. And yeah. 
So really important for people to make sure they're getting enough sleep. That's something so huge, you guys. I didn't know this until several months ago about the amount of time that your dog needs to sleep. But if you're thinking it's acting out, it could use more rest. Yes. That's insane. And so she was a puppy. We've had her since she was about four months old. And she could not just go lay down and go to sleep somewhere. Unbelievable. We would have to put her in a crate like it is nap time. And she Unreal. would just start flying all over mm-hmm. the place. And Like they yes. don't get it yet, but then they realize and they lay right. down. Right, so sometimes we have to help them. A foster puppy I recently had, I rarely see this, would get tired and just go plop on the floor and go to sleep. <laughs> I love that. Yes. So what you're saying is basically we have to keep more attention on our pets, pay closer attention, give them more rest. Now I'm going to have to wrap up, but let everybody know when they can get these training sessions. How can they find out yes, all about Yes, so they're that? every six weeks on our website. People can sign up. There's the different sessions going out till I think next June okay. right now. So eaglevalleyhumanesociety.org. Um, if a class is full and somebody's having a really serious problem, they are welcome to call me. Um, my number's on our website um, and my email address, humaneatvail.net. Well, Shara's been with the Humane Society here how long? It'll be 25 years. 25 years. I've known you since I moved here 15 years ago, mm-hmm. and I think you're just a remarkable person. Well, you do such it. a great thing for all of the pets out here, and I'm glad that you work closely with the Eagle County Animal Services. Yes. The Humane Society is just an incredible altruistic organization. Check them out online and go look at Shar's website and find out all about the great things that they do for the training as well as taking care of pets in need. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thanks for Does having she have me. a little trick for us to close out? Mm, Ruka. Good girl. Good there girl. we go. Yeah, I'm going to give her a big camera shot. Mm, yes. All right, and we're going to close out right now. This is Ruka, everybody. This is the cutest little girl. Thanks to Shar from the Humane Society being on here on Good Morning Vale, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Good morning, Vale. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vale. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Veil vale from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Veil vale Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8veil.com. Lion's Head Jewelers Fossil and Mineral Gallery. Located in the heart of Lion's Head Village for over a decade, our 4,000 square foot gallery boasts a one-of-a-kind experience that cannot be found anywhere else in Vale. We carry the most exquisite array of fine jewelry, high-end minerals, and museum quality fossils. We invite you to come in and explore all the history and beauty that nature has to offer. Hi there. Are you ready to explore famous neighborhoods from New York City to Kentucky? Watch The Neighborhood with host Nicole Newman. Featuring famous people, unique history, and delicious places to eat and drink. Our viewers get an inside personal look at each neighborhood. With each episode we learn, grow, laugh, and live like a local, not just a visitor. Welcome to The Neighborhood. Check your local program schedule and tune in.
Your Saturday edition of Good Morning Vale continues right now in the TV8 Weather Center. It's going to be a beautiful day, everybody. So much sunshine. Absolutely beautiful. Don't forget to wear your sunscreen. 39 degrees as of 8 a.m. 68 degrees is your topper of the degrees today. Lots of sunshine in our midst by noon. A couple of clouds will roll in. It'll be 62 degrees by 4 p.m. More sunshine, 66 degrees and sunny by 8 p.m. 55 degrees and a couple more clouds will be rolling in in Denver today. Nice and warm, 79 degrees and sunny skies all the way around in Vail, 68 degrees in Eagle, 74 and in Avon, 70 degrees. Now we're going to see what the overnight low will be. It's going to be 39 degrees tonight. Your temperature, crescent moon and Partly cloudy skies tonight, and your sun will set tonight at 6.19 p.m. as we take a look at your full week. Tomorrow, more sunshine, 64 degrees for your high and 39 degrees for your low. By Monday, partly sunny skies, 63 degrees for your high, 36 degrees for your low. Then on Tuesday, more clouds roll in and 30% chance of precipitation on that day, 58 degrees for your high and 33 degrees for your low. Then the sun pops back out on Wednesday, sunny skies, 62 degrees for your high and 35 degrees for your low. Then by Thursday, 29% chance of precipitation, partly cloudy skies, 61 degrees for your high and 34 degrees for your low. That's a look at your weather. Now we have an interview to show you. One of the members of the group, Polly Santo, they're playing at the brand new Second Street Bar in Eagle tonight. Let's take a look at the interview and get all revved up for the musical experience that we're going to share this evening. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. I have Mitch Melodia, Polly Santo with me. I am super stoked about this. All the way from Denver, Colorado, playing this Saturday night. How are you doing, Mitch? Doing well, thank you. Yeah, it's, so super stoked for that. Yeah, we'll be playing uh, this Saturday at Second, Second Street. Second Street, super, mm. super stoked. And are you guys one of the first bands, I believe, to play yeah, there? Fortunately. That's yeah, fortunately. really cool. Breaking it in. How did that out. happen? How did this whole connection so, come to be? Uh, Instagram's an amazing thing, I will <laughs> it say. Is. Yeah, because we've, uh, we've gotten like half a dozen gigs of just like different bands wow. like hey we really like your sound and they're like thanks we really like you too we got an opening here you want to play friday yeah. you want to play saturday so that was actually a similar thing with second street really they cool found us they started following us and it was just like hey guys could we potentially play it was like yep you're like 100 percent yes so. you're like veil playing music <laughs> win and win yeah, and second street definitely. is dope have you been in there yeah i just got to visit uh, yes. last night it's got a beautiful view of the hills beautiful. nice outside patio yeah. food truck there is incredible so yeah and it has a beautiful story behind it too. I'm sure that the you know they'll let you know, but it's a very dear, um, loving space for all of us in the community. So to have nice. your amazing music there is a win-win. We're really you. excited. Yeah, so, stoked for it. Mitch, let me know what kind of music you play, Polly Santo. Hey, uh, so I mean, hey. it's like it's more definitely in like the rock umbrella, but there's like cool. a lot of genres that go with it now. Like okay. I mean, a touch of reggae, some progressive elements. We'd love cool. jazz, like getting a little funkier. So right trying on. to. Have have like a good cohesive blend while still doing like a few different styles right on and what does the name mean i was wondering i didn't want to google so, i don't do that anymore yeah. Just ask <laughs> yeah no more googling <laughs> that one was a kind of cool combo so our other player uh guitar player skylar okay. he came up with it in music there's a concept called polyrhythms like okay. you could have a three four time over four four so like one two three over four four and like 
that a polyrhythm aspect I think is really cool, but there's cool. a really sweet smelling wood out there called polysanto. Oh, I know about yeah. that. That's what I was or wondering. Paolo yeah. Santo. Pa yeah. Paolo. So yeah, we just kind of combined those two. Right and on. it's funny with the combo, it actually like translates to like saint of many. We don't think that way about ourselves by <laughs> any mm -hmm. means. The truth comes out. The truth. <laughs> yeah, but music potentially being a saint and or like help to a lot of people, that we can definitely get behind. I love that. Sure. I'm super into that. So you guys are playing Saturday. What time mm -hmm. again? Yeah, we're actually, we were originally scheduled for five. I was talking okay. more with uh, Brian, the owner. We're going to push it back to six to like 8.30. Right just on. try to maybe get a bit more evening crowd in there. Awesome. So, Second yeah. Street, Saturday. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Um, are you going to play some music for us? I'm am. so excited. Yeah, so definitely looking forward to that, too. It's very stripped down. Uh, yeah, the full no, I band love it. sounds a lot fuller, but... I know. Um, Do you feel like the pressure is on Mitch a little bit? A like? little bit, yeah, because it's, it's interesting. Like, playing shows is one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. Karaoke scares the heck out of me. Really? Because I don't have a band. I don't have other people out there. I don't have my instrument. And it's See? just like... It's just Mitch, you, so. You and I are birds of a feather because just as you saw when I had to sing on this couch alone. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Yeah, and I'm a radio DJ and I work here. I'm a host of Good Morning Vale and I'm fine, but that scares me, so I'm yeah, here for you, my okay, man. Thank you. So I'm, not I'm the here only for one. you. Yeah. You're about the only one. So this is, it's definitely going to be a little uh, chiller tune of ours, but crazy Oops. enough, this was actually. Uh, one back from high school right in the on. very, very first band, just cool. kind of adjusting the lyrics along the way. So, I love it. see how that goes. He'll kill it. <laughs> oh, coming on time, coming on time.
Mitch, Mitch can sing. That was a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> While you were playing, Mitch, I looked over to Kevin and I was like, "He's amazing." <laughs> that was brilliant. You Thank were you. not nervous. Be honest. I know. Definitely still was. <laughs> you slayed. That Thank was you. so Thank you very, good, very much. Mitch. Polly Santo. I am Stokes this Saturday. Yeah. All right. And six-ish. We're mm-hmm. saying six-ish. Six-ish to nine-ish. Okay. This is how there. impressed I am about you. I am going to Darling Side, true story of the Valar. I don't know if you know them, the singers. No. Um, I'm going to come before to see you. You are brilliant. You're Sweet. so good. Yeah. And nice. how many people like in that. your band? Because I know five pieces. Five. So, okay. Yeah, Rad. Full sound there. And are you nice. playing um, all originals, some covers? Ex- Mainly originals. Yeah. Right on. We we trying to uh, dust off some like Halloween covers we're doing for like an upcoming show. Right so, on. Yeah, going to try to mix uh. those in, but a lot of originals there. Which I'm definitely happy about. Mitch, you are brilliant. Polly Santa. I'm a thank, new fan, man. You got me. I mean, I'm going to put you on more. the radio now. I'm like, we got, we got to talk. <laughs> awesome. Well, I hope everyone comes out this Saturday night. Second Street, we love. So come say what up to Mitch. Give him a high five. And keep it right here. We have more Good Morning Vale to come. to raise money to fight polio. The inaugural Pints for Polio is October 24th at Route 6. Buy tickets at valerotary.com. Donations are matched two to one, so come out and make a difference. At Revival Boutique Med Spa, we take an integrative and holistic approach to skincare, focusing on the bigger picture when treating our clients. We use only result-driven and science-based products that contain clean, organic, wild-crafted, and research-based ingredients. From injectables, facials, to body contouring, we offer anything related to looking your best self. Find us in the Riverwalk in Edwards. For a complete list of services, visit us online at RevivalVale.com. Follow us on Instagram at Valley. Fall in love with your skin again. There's lots to love at Revival. Mind. Body. Beauty. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. 
Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Good morning, Vale. Welcome to Elevation Beaver Creek. I'm your host, Gretchen Pleshaw. I am so very excited. It's a gorgeous day, and I have my new friend, Andrea, and I'm going to get this right, Rodemaker. And she is from Vine Tours, all things Vine Tours. How are you doing today, Andrea? I'm doing great. It's great to be with here with you today at Beaver Creek. Gorgeous, a gorgeous moment here. I feel like we're dressed for the fall, but it feels a bit like summer. We were both just saying the sun is beautiful, the leaves are popping. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. The sun feels so great, and it's so beautiful here in Colorado. So, Andrea, is this your first time to Elevation Beaver Creek, or have you been before? It is not our first time here at Beaver Creek. We came last year and we had a blast, so we're here again to enjoy the festivities and hear some amazing singers. So Andrea and I met last night, and we have we have our favorites. I'll let her say her all-time favorite singer thus far. Coffee you know. was the best. Amazing human being, amazing singer. And we kind of just started talking. We were taking pictures with the various artists, and I know that you own Vine Tours. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Of course. So we own Vine Tours Transportation in the Napa Valley. We service all of Napa and Sonoma County, and we custom curate wine experiences for our guests. So all they need to do is come to wine country and get in the car and enjoy. I am so excited. When we met, you're like, you have to come, and I'm like, I'm there in my mind already. (laughs) So, Andrea, what is your favorite thing, I I guess, about this whole event? You know, Elevation, ooh, as my shirt goes down, I'm excited. Elevation Beaver Creek, you know, there's wines, there's music, there's good people, good fashion. What is kind of your favorite thing about the whole event? Well, we love that there's Napa Valley wine here, of course, but we, we're here for the artists. We get to see new up-and-coming artists, and last year we saw Elaine Wilson, and then she won um, New Entertainer of the Year, and she's just come so far. So we're excited to see the singers you know, go on the same journey, and you know, there's some that are so amazingly talented, and we know they have huge careers in front of them. So it will be fantastic to see where life takes them. I love this. And also we bonded because we both have the glitter and the lip gloss and like the big moment. Yeah. the li- um, What have you seen some fun fashions around here? Because I know it's like wine, fashion, music. What is your favorite like thing that you've seen thus far? Well, we love the cowboy boots. Cow- I should say cowgirl boots yeah. because the ladies are bringing it with their cowboy boots. Um, so that's my favorite fashion accessory. But there's some fun coats and hats. Um, so... You're awesome, Andrea. And I know a little birdie let me know that Michael Franti is going to be here today. Are you excited about seeing I have a personal, he's a friend of mine, so I'm super excited. Are you guys stoked? Who are you most excited to see today? Well, I'm going to say Michael Franti because I met him at the Taylor Swift concert in Santa Clara in 2019. And my girlfriend is a huge fan of him as well. So she introduced me to him at that concert. Um, So I'm excited to see him again. 
I am not surprised. I feel like, I don't feel like I know he is surrounded by beautiful souls and you're definitely a beautiful soul. And I'm never going to forget your name, Andrea Rodemaker. She told me a cute way to remember. <laughs> Andrea, thank you so much. And I think I'm going to have to take a trip to Napa Valley and see you. We can't wait for you to come out to the Napa Valley. Keep it right here. We have more to come from Elevation Beaver Creek. Oh, hi. I think I'm back, everybody. Good morning, Vale. Thank you so much for tuning in. I was not listening. Sorry, everybody. I want to thank our guests for being here this morning. We had Dana Erickson from the American Dream and Char from the Eagle County Humane Society with her adorable little pooch. They are doing training over there, so check them out as well. It's just been a great morning. Don't forget, everybody, today is the Avon Pumpkin Fun Run, the 2K over at Nottingham Park, starting at 2 o'clock. Wear your costumes, have a great time. There's a pumpkin pie eating contest, a pumpkin carving contest, and so much more. Please enjoy the rest of the week. Tomorrow I'll be in, and we have some great guests from the Mintern Saloon. It's going to be another wonderful Sunday show. And that's about it. We'll be back again tomorrow. It wraps up your Saturday. Get out there and enjoy the beautiful, beautiful fall day. All the colors in the falling leaves. And crunch some leaves under your feet and just have a great Saturday. Enjoy, everybody. I'll be back again tomorrow for more Good Morning Bell right here on TVA. See what lies in store for you. There's so many things to see and do. Summer, winter, spring, or fall. You're home in the Rockies. Are you looking for experience?